It's Izzy. Wherever you're listening from, whatever your situation, and whatever brought you here, I'm so, so grateful that you've invested your time in listening to positive content. I truly hope you gain some valuable insights from the episode. Hello and welcome back. Today we are talking about something that, in all honesty, we haven't really spoken about before, yet it is the backbone of self-development. It is the, in fact, it's not even spoken about that much at all anywhere, and that is part of the problem. What we're talking about today is one of the key elements of the learning process, of the rewiring process of the brain. It is essential for learning and becoming an expert at anything quickly. And that is immersion. Immersion in anything is a fast track way to becoming better quickly, to becoming skilled, competent, to getting a leg up in the direction that you want to go in. Some of you who can drive may have experienced this yourself. Maybe you didn't take seven months to learn how to drive. Maybe you went on an intense driving course where for three days you just learned everything and then you passed your test and you were good to go. Maybe you're someone who loves learning new languages and traveling and experiencing new cultures and so you went off to Thailand or Vietnam for two months and came back fluent in Vietnamese. There are so many different areas of your life where immersion is so powerful and we're going to go over the reasons why in just a minute and the neuroscience behind how immersion has such a great benefit because it's easy to say, yeah, I get it. If I'm learning once a week in a classroom, then it's not really going to stick in my mind. Whereas if I was thrown in at the deep end and immersed in whatever it was I wanted to learn, then yeah, of course I'm going to learn it quicker. But it goes deeper than that. So today we're going to look at the neuroscience and the stats and really understand why immersion is so important and how you can create some of that immersive value in your life. And we're going to start here with memory. Immersion is great for enhancing memory formation. Neuroscientific studies suggest that when learners engage in multiple senses, so again, to use the Vietnam example, if you go to Vietnam to learn Vietnamese, you have the smells, the sights, the sounds, your brain is rich in information, not just related to the language, but it is so much more embellished than that. And the experience of having this information in such a rich and immersive manner actually activates different regions of the brain, which leads to a more robust memory encoding. So basically, you're optimizing your brain's learning ability through adding more sights, more smells, more everything. Think about it. It's Why is it so easy to learn the lyrics to your favorite songs? Because you're happy, because you like them, because you're with friends, you're in the car. You're in an experience which, yes, maybe not as rich as going to Vietnam or Thailand, but it is rich in emotion. And it's the same with your memories. The strongest memories are the ones where there was emotion, where something went differently to how you expected it to go. If things always go the way that we expected them to go, like we talked about last week with this idea of our brain eventually being able to predict what's going to happen, when we have When we get so good at predicting things, we actually make less memories because our brain is working less hard. And so our emotions are kind of just flat, just normal, because we are not allowing ourselves to be surprised or enthusiastic about something because, well, we're used to it and we're predicting it. So all in all, immersion can result in a better recall and retrieval of learned information. 
And to enhance on this, a study published in the Journal of Educational Psychology found that students who engaged in immersive learning activities had significantly higher retention rates compared to those that were using traditional instruction methods. So specifically on this, the immersive learning group, right, this is, this is mad, this is insane stat. The immersive learning group retained 90% of the information after two weeks. 90% whilst the traditional group retained only 60%. How mad is that? And now immersion doesn't mean that you're learning two weeks straight, two months straight, whilst the traditional group is just having one session a week for two months. It's that the immersive group learn for less days in a row, but for more hours. And remember, it's not just about information. We're not just remembering 90% of the information. Knowing that information and actually knowing how to apply it for two weeks straight means that we're going to have rewired the way the brain actually works. And so by the end of the two weeks, or, you know, more, more specifically four weeks, because it takes about 40 to 60 days to install a new habit, this information isn't something we have to recall. It is part of that prediction machine. And so our behaviors and our habits have changed in relation to that. Powerful stuff, right? <laughs> so the next one is increased engagement and motivation. These immersive type of experiences tend to be far more engaging and captivating compared to traditional learning methods. So think about it. If you're going to a night school in the UK to learn Vietnamese, well, <laughs> the motivation to turn up is going to be way less than the motivation to leave your villa in Vietnam itself to go in, be immersed in the language, to have conversations with the locals. It's very different. So when learners are actively involved in dynamic and interactive environments, our attention and motivation is heightened like drastically. And the neuroscience shows, like the, the actual research itself shows that this increased engagement, it doesn't just stop there. It doesn't stop with, oh yeah, I'm more engaged and I want to show up more. The engagement itself leads to a release of dopamine. Now, if you don't know what dopamine is, it's a neurotransmitter associated with the pleasure, with pleasure and reward. So what this does is we have this engagement, this, mo this motivation to go, then the engagement to stay and the interest to learn. And so we have this release of dopamine, which gives us this sense of pleasure and reward. And so both in the moment, in the near aftermath and two months, two years down the line, our experience when we reflect on it, is as a positive learning experience. And so not only will we have fond memories of the learning process itself, we'll have fond memories of the subject matter itself, and so a sustained interest in learning about it. So you listening to this podcast, and I love that you are, but when you do this just once a week, and you're not immersing yourself in learning this thing that you want to learn or overcoming this challenge that you're experiencing, becoming more abundant in your thinking in a certain way. It's great that you're listening to this stuff and you're returning, you've already got a sustained interest. But if you were to really immerse yourself in it, go on a course, go on a retreat, go on a week-long set of seminars, and I'm sure there are a ton other options out there, it will be way more powerful, four times worth of listening to this podcast every single week powerful. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't listen to this podcast, but combine it with some immersive strategies. And again, we'll get onto that in a minute. So number three, the third benefit of immersion, 
multi-sensory learning. And I feel like we've already mentioned this slightly already. As we know, immersion allows for the integration of multiple sensory modalities. So that's a very posh way of saying that your visual, auditory, and even the tactile, what you're feeling, there are so much more stimuli in those senses. So by stimulating not just one of your senses, so if you're sat in a classroom or listening to a podcast, all you're really stimulating is your ears. When you're in the environment, when you're doing activities, when you're actually trying this stuff out, you know, I give you every single week activities and questions and things to think about and do so that you're practically applying the stuff that you hear me say. But I can guarantee that only a fraction, I think even 40% would be too generous of you guys listening, actually take action on those things. Very few of you, most of you are probably just using your ears to listen. And so that's not going to really reinstall this, this, this knowledge. Whereas those of you that are going away and, you know, none of my practical strategies and suggestions and activities and questions and prompts and none of them take a long time because I don't want to spend that much time on my own. It's unmotivating. But when you do it, even just doing it for five, 10 minutes, you'll then remember it in that scenario that you were previously struggling in. And you'll apply this new knowledge, this new way of thinking, and then you'll remember it more the next time. And so you're almost immersing yourself. So just uh, another reason as to why it's so important to take action and to use these things that I'm suggesting. So essentially, by when we stimulate various senses simultaneously, so not just listening and then going and taking action, feeling the pen in your hand, writing something down, using your brain, using your sight to see the words, but using it all simultaneously. As learners, we then establish stronger neural connections. And this is something that I've talked about so, so, so many times because it's integral to your growth that you understand how your brain works. It's very important to me that we all have a strong understanding of that. So for those of you that might be new here or have forgotten, every time we do something, we fire a, a pattern of, of, of impulses in our brain. And the more times we do that, the stronger that gets. So if you haven't heard me explain in detail on this, I can't remember what the title of the podcast is, but it was about four weeks ago, I did a podcast that talked about this in detail. I'll try and put the title of that in the show notes so you can go back and listen if you want to. But essentially, the more times we do stuff, the stronger that connection gets. But what this research says is that when we're immersed in an experience, you know, to learn new language, to learn how to drive, to learn how to really rewire our mindsets or rewire our thinking in a certain area, if we have got different we're trying stuff where we've got new tactile elements. You know, you're in the car, you can feel the, um, the steering wheel, you can feel the leather rather than just learning about it from a book to then go and do your theory. You are creating stronger neural connections simply by being in this multi-sensory experience. So all in all, multi-sensory learning, tick, tick, tick tick. And I think this is something that's definitely missing from a lot of classrooms, especially as we get older, because we drop the Play-Doh, we drop the posters, we drop the colours, and we go very red and black. 
black writing, red crosses, ticks, marking. So, hey, maybe if you are an educator or you in your job teach people in a certain way, really think about this. How are you teaching them? How many senses are being engaged in your lessons, in your workshops? And again, this doesn't just apply to your job. It applies to your family. How are you teaching your children? We put so much effort into this in the first five years of childhood. You know, colourful books, having books with with uh, I was going to say crunchy bits. That's just not the right word. But you know where the pages like crackle or there's a, you know what I mean. And things that smell and loads of different colours. And then this kind of goes away as we get older. But the science tells us that it is so important no matter how old we are. Okay, and the final two, real world application. And this is probably one of the most, one of the most important um, in my eyes, because if we are learning Vietnamese in a classroom, we're not applying it to real life situations. Literally, <laughs> I don't get it. Learning the verb tables, right? Where it's like, oh, what, what does it say? Uh, to, to, uh, I don't know. It's been so long since I did languages. As you can probably tell, it was not my forte. But doing that, I could never know how to apply that to real life situations. For my oral exam, I kid you not, I memorized the entire thing because by memorizing it, I could almost create a rhythm of the words that I was saying. It just, do you, do you know what I mean? Like with lyrics, it's easier to remember them because we don't just know the words. We're not just learning the words. And half the time we couldn't tell somebody the words of the lyrics. We would have to listen to the song and then we could sing it without even thinking about it because we don't just know the words. We know how they fit together. It's multi-sensory. So immersive learning experiences often stimulate real world, real world contexts and scenarios, which enable us to apply the knowledge and skills in practical ways. Practical is the key word, key, key, key word. And a lot of my coaching and my workshops really talk about this. We're not just doing this in advance. Being proactive is brilliant and it allows us to be more conscious in those situations but then it's not just about being conscious, it's about changing the way we do things in that practical, real life scenario, not just when we're sitting with our journal at home. So this, it's quite interesting because the connection to real life situations, connecting this knowledge to the day to day, actually activates the brain's mirror neuron system. Now, this mirror neuron system helps us observe and replicate actions and behaviours. And so these immersive learning <laughs> these immersive learning environments promote a more seamless transfer of knowledge to real world settings, which enhances behavioral change. And again, how key is that? How important is that? So some, what are you learning at the minute? What are you trying to get better at? And how are you actually doing it in real life scenarios? And finally, gosh, I need some water. <laughs> My mouth is going dry. Emotional and social engagement. Immersive experiences can promote... My words were not worded today. Immersive experiences can evoke emotional responses. There's, there's a lot of ease in there. Um, <laughs> immersive experiences can evoke emotional responses, which play a crucial role in memory formation, as we've talked about already, and decision making. So the neuroscience behind this actually suggests that emotions can enhance learning, as again, we've talked about, and promote better retention of information. So if you're listening to a sad song, if you're listening to a motivational song, if you're listening to whatever song 
a happy song. It's going to help you remember those lyrics. If you are in an environment in Vietnam where you feel embarrassed because you couldn't remember a specific phrase that you needed to ask, to ask something and you got it wrong, you called someone fat as opposed to um, asking whether it was left or right, <laughs> I don't know, you would really remember not to make that mistake again because you had the embarrassment and the desire to really change that, right? To not make that mistake again. So immersive learning offers opportunities for this social interaction, for collaboration, for feedback, not just writing in a or reading a textbook, getting feedback, facilitating social and emotional learning that again can positively impact behavioral change. So, 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 so powerful. And this is relevant, as I said, for whatever you do on a daily basis in your job do you deliver training in your in your work do you have one-to-ones with your with the people below you that sounds awful but you know what I mean <laughs> not your employee well maybe your employees how are you teaching how are you teaching your kids no matter what the age is what, what their age is how are you trying to help your elderly mum or dad become more efficient at using technology. This fits into all areas. So really, really think about this. Now we're gonna go on to looking at this from a self-development mindset point of view. Of course we are. I mean, retreats and week-long seminars, thousands of people go to Tony Robbins week-long seminars. Have you ever heard of Unleash the Power Within? What, what other ones does he have? Like that's UPW. The amount of people, if you were to say UPW, they would know what it is, especially in America. But tens of thousands of people rock up to Tony Robbins' uh, Unleash the Power Within seminars. And they're like five days, six days, seven days. They're long. No accommodation included. It's literally you just rock up. You sit in a room all day. But of course, it's engaging. They have musicians come. They have bands come and play. They do a firewalk at the end. They do, they interview you. They get you writing. They have literally, um, so I think what happens, I've never done one. I've done the online version, but I've never done the in-person. And I think actually what you can do is if you go on Netflix he has, I think it's Money Mastery, something like that. And he, they actually filmed it. It's called I Am Not Your Guru. That's it. Really, really powerful stuff. I actually watched it before I delivered my online workshop of, of uni, the self-development university that I did last year. And it, it got me so motivated and really reminded me of why we do these long form immersive stuff, right? A lot of the stuff, the workshops that I get are, sorry, let me rephrase that. A lot of the gigs I get to deliver talks and workshops in schools and in in workplaces and wherever are through a sort of, I work with an organisation who gets approached by these schools and then they, they match me up, match them up with me. And half the time we go in, we deliver a 45 minute session, an hour long session, a two hour session. And, you know, two hours is better than 45 minutes. And we might stimulate some new thoughts, you know, in people. I'm very well aware that some of my 60 second TikTok videos have literally changed the way people see themselves in their lives. That it has helped them fall in love with themselves and their lives. It has flicked a switch in their brain. And that was from a 60 second video. And I'm so grateful that I have a platform where I can do that. But the thing is, is 
that's the people that really take something away, no matter how good you are at delivering, because it's such a short amount of time, you're only just getting them used to an idea. You're not actually getting them used to an idea and then looking at their limiting beliefs and really rewiring and changing the way they see things. And this is what, why I am such a strong believer in these more immersive, longer, more engaging, more motivating experiences. You know, with this organization that I work with, yes, I love doing these talks and workshops, but one of the best things they do is we go in and work with a school for three days. We have years threes, fours, and fives, or four, five, and six, but we prefer to do three, four, five because the year sixes will leave the school very shortly after. So we work with the years three, four, and five. They have an hour and a half session each day for three days. So we do an hour and a half with year three, an hour and a half with year, and so forth. And then we return, so we leave them on the last day with a bunch of stuff to apply. We, and when I say, well, I say we, I mean I, <laughs> but me with the kids, me with the teachers. It's a whole school approach to changing the way that everybody in the school sees themselves, sees each other, the way that they show up, realizing how how they show up affects other, affects, affects other people around them. So really creating the baseline, sorry, really increasing the baseline happiness of the school. And then I return a few months later to really see how they have been getting on. And it is incredible. I've just had an email from a teacher at a school who I've been working with to do this process. And I returned and they hadn't really implemented the stuff because they didn't know how they, they'd done the immersion, but they hadn't created a plan. So I sat down with them, we created a plan and they just sent me an email the other day saying they're really excited for me to come back in. They have implemented about 70% of the stuff on the plan and the other stuff is already in the works, which is so exciting. And I can't wait to see, you know, how much further they've progressed their learning because not only have they now heard me say the stuff they've actually seen the impacts of the stuff themselves so you know we talked about how a smile a simple smile impacts the chemical levels in your body it creates endorphins which is a chemical and so it changes actually what's going on in your body simply from smiling then how does this smile impact other people how does it impact your behavior around other people and it has this such a such a strong knock-on effect so the point of explaining all of that is the transformation happens when people are immersed and how many times can I say the word immersed are immersed and surrounded with rich environments where not only are they hearing information but they're trying out information where they are really seeing the benefits and the outcomes and the impacts themselves so I mean I've got a whole I've written a whole load of notes about the <laughs> the benefits and the neuroscience of having this immersive approach to mindset and self-development and I'll, I'll skim through it very quickly. So let's look at this idea of sort of Tony Robbins week-long seminars or going for a yoga retreat where you're learning how to eat, how you eat healthily for the whole week, right? What you're putting in your body is making you feel motivated and inspired and fresh and healthy. That's then changing your idea about yourself in correlation with the workshops that you're doing and the exercise that you're doing. It's so powerful. It all comes together to literally transform your life. So Oh, what's the what's the point of these? Okay, first of all, we're going to look at focus. Putting yourself in an environment for a whole week really allows you to have an intensive focus. 
by dedicating this significant amount of time and energy to something like a retreat, you create an environment conducive to deep self-reflection and personal growth. Like that is, you are in a place where you're not just learning about it, but it epitomizes this stuff. And immersion allows you to step away from your own daily routine, your own commitments, right? So we get, you've got kids, you've got a busy job, you're tired by the end of it, you're struggling to even get yourself to the gym. But when you step away from that, you put yourself in this new environment, probably have a holiday as well at the same time, and allows you to truly focus on your personal development. Not so that you can have a week of feeling amazing and then go back to your own life and get sucked into it again, but so that when you go back, you feel better you have more knowledge. And with that better feeling and that knowledge, you can make changes in your own life. You can show up differently. So you have more energy. So you're more patient. So you've got more confidence. Do you see what I mean? It's not like let's take you away and wave a magic wand and you feel amazing for a week and then see you later. Good luck. (laughs) It's really transformative. So this focus actually allows you to explore your authentic self, identify your limiting beliefs and develop new empowering perspectives and habits because habits are powerful and they can be taken with you no matter where you live or where you are. Number two, a supportive community. When you go to something like this, especially you see it all the time and you'll see it um, if you watch I'm Not Your Guru on Netflix that when you go to these places, these places attract like-minded individuals. I think often there's actually um, uh, requirements to entry, barriers to entry. You have to fit the requirement because if you can get as the host of these things, the right people in the room that are all struggling with the same thing or have the same desires, then you're on this process together. You are are able to be so much more vulnerable with each other, so much more open and expressive and not hold yourself back because that's the whole reason why you're there because you know you've been holding yourself back in certain ways. You're there in order to make a change just like all these other people. So it allows for shared experiences, for empathy and understanding. It's non-judgmental, right? You're not going to go to a confidence retreat, for instance, um, to learn about confidence and be scared because scared to even speak up because everybody else there is so much more confident and, you know, happy and not stressed about putting their hand up. No, the point is everybody there is nervous. And so when you overcome this together by the end of that experience, oh, my goodness, people don't want to leave. (laughs) You're almost, you know, that you're crying. You're sad to leave each other, but you know that you've created strong bonds for life. So when you interact with others who are also on this journey of self-discovery and personal growth, you're more inspired and motivated. Like you listening to this podcast, you might possibly have shared it with a friend. I know some of you, you've shared it with family and friends and they're now really loving it too. And you can chat about it. But that's on a way different level from actually being around people who share the same values as you. Those can be very difficult to find. It's hard enough to find friends, let alone friends that actually have the same values as you. So this is a great way to get that too. And the support and encouragement from fellow participants, as we said, can boost your confidence and reinforce the belief that self-acceptance and self-love are attainable. Number three, 
experimental, experimental, my words, guys, today, experiential, exp sorry, I've just realized I'm saying it completely wrong, experiential learning, ugh, Izzy. Immersive retreats often incorporate a variety of experiential learning activities, such as workshops, group discussions, individual exercises, hands-on experiences, like hikes, yoga sessions, uh, exploration into the country that you're in's culture, all of these things, real opportunities for self-exploration, challenging your limiting beliefs in real time, you know, having cold showers <laughs> and working with someone whilst you're in that cold shower to really think about, okay, what is your brain telling you right now? And literally being coached live in this powerful environment. And so therefore acquiring these new skills and perspectives. So these activities, you know, allow you to actively engage with this content, not just hear it, not just try it, but engage with it, internalize the learnings, apply them to your own life. You know, you can ask questions. Okay, well, Izzy, I, I get that. I get what you're saying, but how do I... That does. I don't know how to apply that in my own life. And to be honest, this is something that I find for, for myself. If I want to learn something and I go on YouTube or go, you know, sign up for a course online, the, the information is so valuable. But all the time I'm thinking, okay, how can I apply this? How is this relevant? But, 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 but. And I'm kind of in this defensive um, debating mindset when I'm listening to this person because I'm like, yes, what you're saying is is valuable, but how does it apply to me? Like, if I could just get you on the phone and just ask you, I'm sure you could provide me with the answer instantly. But instead, I'm here at home struggling to apply this to myself. Um, so that's why I personally value, you know, having, being able to get on the phone with somebody. Because yes, the information's all out there, but the personalized information, that's not always readily available. Whew, and breathe, okay. Safe and nurturing environment. Obviously, as we've said, if you're with like-minded people, you're with someone who is literally helping you. I have, for instance, I have heard it all through my coaching. I have heard everything and anything. I've worked with people who will say stuff that, you know, really is, is interesting to hear. But to me, when I put myself in this coaching setting... I'm not thinking about me. I'm not thinking about my thoughts. My goal in coaching is to put my head in their head. So if anything, I feel the shame that they feel for themselves in telling me. And so my instant reaction is to say, no, no, no. Like, it makes sense. I get it. You know, you're not a bad person. You're not blah, blah, blah. I'm not here to judge you. It's not even a thought in my mind. And so when you're in these environments with like-minded people who have probably had the same negative or shameful thoughts as you have, and you're with somebody who's heard it all, you're allowed to be vulnerable, share your experiences, embrace your authentic self without judgment. And then not only do that in this space, but learn how to do that outside of that space. You have this feeling of acceptance. You're understood within this environment which helps you build your self-confidence to then think, okay, how can I be this person when I get home? And it allows you to explore and express your true identity without the fear of rejection. So finally, we're nearly there, people. And I, this is just so powerful. Continuous practice. When you're at a retreat, you can practice these new habits and behaviors consistently. If it's waking up earlier, having a cold shower every day, meditating, breath work, going on a walk every day, exercising, whatever it is, 
you can get past most of the buts in that week by just asking. Or, you know, I say a week, it might be again that you go to, you're going to learn a new language and that's what you're focused on. Or you want to learn how to get better at using your money. So signing up for a, you know, to go and go on a retreat or a course for someone to tell you how to use your money and you have to fork out £5,000 to do that. That's going to really go against your, um, your, you know, this money mindset be really difficult for you. But simply by doing that and getting there, you've done half the work. So it's this practice by dedicating seven days, for instance, to learning and personal growth, you have the opportunity to reinforce the positive changes and developing and develop these new empowering beliefs. Consistent practice during a retreat or a course or a workshop, a seminar, whatever, enables you to build confidence in your ability and, you know, all this stuff that we've already said. And for you to not actually do it, just do it, but to witness the positive impact these practices have on your mindset and overall well-being. So um, something I've literally heard a guy this week, my... I said this recently. I don't know where I said it, but um, I think I said it on a story. But my partner's business partner is currently in Thailand. He's taken himself and his girlfriend away to Thailand to have some relaxing time. But while he's there, he's, he at the minute he smokes a lot and he doesn't work out. He works a lot and he drinks a lot. He goes out a lot. So he, excuse me, doesn't have the most healthiest lifestyle. So he's gone He wanted to learn, how do you say it? Muay Thai? Muay Thai? (laughs) Something about Muay Thai, I think it is. Um, And he's doing two sessions a day. He's swimming. He's eating fruit. (laughs) He hasn't had any... um, any processed food for four days or maybe six days now. And he feels so good. He can think so much clearer. And he feels so much better in himself and so much more motivated to go home and keep doing this. So doing this. So even though he's not on a retreat, he's just gone. And I mean, the guy's a millionaire, do you know, do you know what I mean? So he's got literally a private PT doing sessions with him twice a day. And it, But it doesn't have to look like that. It doesn't have to look like that at all. It can be going with a friend to a different environment and creating your own itinerary right? Creating your own retreat where you're not hiring someone and know you're not experts, but you're going to do something for a set period of time. And that's better than nothing. You know, actually going to a retreat led by somebody who knows what they're doing is obviously going to be the best idea, but you can, you can apply this in whatever way you see fit. So that is the science. That is the reason why immersion is so empower, so powerful. And because of this, because when I do my workshops and my talks, I enjoy it, but I don't feel that, you know, ultra empowered afterwards because one, I don't get to know what's happened to them six months down the line. I don't get to know who's really benefited from it. And I don't feel like I've been able to really change and transform and rewire their minds. I've just given them a bit of information. And so because of this, the reason why I quit my job a few years ago now, I can't believe where the time's gone what my goal was, was to run these immersive experiences, to increase my knowledge, to increase my ability at helping people, which I have done, and to then run these immersive experiences because I know they work, because I've done them, because I know how powerful they are. So the time is now. So I've decided to trust the science, trust my gut, and put together an entire week of absolute immersion into self-discovery, self empowerment, 
practical neuroscience and essentially teaching people how to love themselves and love their life. And this is not a sales pitch by any means. I am telling you what I am doing because of how powerful this information is. And if this is not putting the science to practice, then I don't know what is. So when I say I've put together an entire week of immersion, I don't just mean people getting in a room and delivering talks. I have gone all out. I am working alongside a company who have been running retreats for 10 years all over the world. And when I say 10 years, they have done over 26 retreats, which is absolutely mental. Retreats in Bali, retreats in Cyprus, retreats in Greece, retreats, you name it, they've done it. So I'm working with them to bring out a seven-day retreat on the Greek island of Zakynthos, or Zanti as you might know it, but not the party area. This is, you know me, I'm in bed by 9pm. Nine, 9 I'm awake at 5am. Oh, I might have the odd drink here and there, but partying, not for me. The retreat is at a insanely luxury villa. It is gorgeous. Just Google it. It's the Oresteia Presidential Villa. So Oresteia is O-R-E-S-T-E-I-A. Um, it is insane. So we're going to be staying there and one day we are having an all-day boat trip on this incredible yacht. We have a private chef. We're going to have sunrise hikes, daily workshops to help you improve your baseline happiness, to help you fall in love with yourself and your life, to feel empowered, to recognize who you are, because most of us don't like ourselves nearly enough. We don't recognize our strengths. We're constantly complaining. We're constantly feeling a sense of lack and most importantly, holding ourselves back. So it is packed absolutely full. As I say, I'm not holding back, but What's cool is that this is the first time I'm sharing this. You are the first to know if you're listening on the podcast. I'll tell you, you're literally the first to know. Nobody else knows about this. And I wanted to tell you about all of the science behind it because, well, as I said, it's not something that we do very often. It's not something we talk about very often. And yet it's the best, most time efficient, most money efficient way to learn. You know, you've only got 4,000 weeks and you've probably used a fair few of them. So... Time is the biggest asset, not money. So how can we put our time to good use to more quickly and effectively become the best version of ourselves? <sighs> so just to let you know, places are only available for a select few that meet a certain criteria. So if you're getting really excited, please just listen to what the criteria the criteria is. So this retreat is for individuals who are looking for a deep dive into personal development and self-discovery. Yes, it's essentially a week-long holiday, but it's also self-development. Every single day we're doing workshops. Every single day we're doing work. So you don't just leave with a tan. You leave with your brain, with your neurons, having shifted your brain. I tell you, right? If you were to take, have a brain scan before the retreat and then have a brain scan afterwards, your brain would look very different. I'm not just saying that. Like, I can promise you that. That's on the science. It's for individuals who want to feel better more of the time and deepen their relationship with themselves. So people who maybe you haven't gone for a promotion, maybe you haven't quit your job, maybe you're still grieving about an ex, people who are holding themselves back because they don't know how to have the confidence to believe in themselves. And, you know, 
or, or maybe have a bit of a victim mindset. And this isn't everybody. This is people who are open-minded enough to make a change, to realize that something needs to shift in order for them to get to the reality and the life that they want to have. So anyone who is feeling, who is fed up of feeling stuck, confused, anxious, or like a victim. And do you know what? This is for me six years ago, five years ago, when I was like this myself. That is what all of this is based on. And I know there are so many more of you out there that felt like I did. But just like me, you don't believe that feeling better is possible or you do, but you think it's somewhere in the future or it's going to happen by magic. I'm telling you, it's not. So it's important to say who it's also not for. This retreat is not for people who are looking for a retreat that's focused purely on pampering or chilling and don't want to do workshops or self-development work. Look, we're not going to be sat inside doing work all day and the work, the workshops that we do do will be fun. They will be active. They will be practical. Um, because, you know, it, even though the retreat is in October, it's still going to be warm. You know, it's going to be between 19 and 25 degrees. Um, I love that we're going for October because it means that we're not going to be sweating and feeling like we just want to have a fan in front of our face 24-7. So we are going to be chilling and we are going to have time to relax. And the all-day boat trip, we've got a, a huge um, waterfall? No, what's the word? Um... Oh, what's what's the pool called where it goes off the edge where you can't see the end? Yeah, that. <laughs> um, as I said, if you Google the name of the venue, you'll you'll see how amazing it is. But it's all of that holiday and chilling, but with the work as well. And it's also not for anyone who is not open to change or willing to do the work to make that change. And finally, not for anyone who isn't open to supporting and encouraging others, because that is such a key part of it. We want, ev you know, everybody comes as strangers and leaves as best friends, literally. So just as I said before, there were very limited spots available. Like I've booked the villas, so we're not having any more than the two villas that have been booked. So once those are full up, then that's it. However, as I said, you listening to this podcast are the very first to know about it. I, I'm, it's, you know, I, I'm not shoving it at people's faces because as I said, there's limited tickets. I'm not forcing it down anyone's throats. I just want you to discover it yourself to see if it's right for you to have a little chat with me. And look, if it's not right for you, I'll be the first to say it. So if you do think that you are eligible and you're tired of holding yourself back and you really truly resonated with all of what I said today about the power of immersion, then there is a link in the show notes for you to check out the website um, and submit an application. So the application is quite extensive. I think there's about 25 questions, but that's because, well, if you're not willing to do the work to even submit an application, then you're not willing to do the work at the actual retreat. So we only want people there who are actually going to be vulnerable, be open. And that doesn't mean we're going to make you do things that you don't want to do. I'm never going to be never going to say, right, you've got to get up and dance in front of everybody because it's going to fix your confidence. No, it's no way. So, OK, so what I mean is you're actually going, you, you know, you're not there for the holiday alone. You're there because you want to make a change in your life, because that's that's where the most powerful, incredible transformation happens. And I actually get fulfillment. So just an FYI, the final question on the application is, is there anything else you want to share with us? And what I want you to do is if you are listening to this and you've been the first to know and you have taken the action and you do think that this is something that you would massively benefit from, then in that 
that uh, in the answer to that question, you can write anything else that you want, but I want you to write immersion in capital letters because then the team and myself reading your application will know that you listened to this podcast. You were one of the first to know and we would love to sort out an exclusive early bird package for you with some sort of extras thrown in. So don't forget to do that so that we know that you listened here um, because, well, again, those of you who are taking action, pop immersion in that last question so that we know it's you and then we'll schedule a chat like literally no obligation chat I don't do forceful sales I'm not trying to get sales I'm trying to help you decide if this is right for you so with all of that said I am absolutely freaking buzzing and I hope you are too Have a wonderful day, whatever day on whatever time it is for you. Really think about how you can increase the amount of of immersion you have in your own life in the area that you're wanting to improve. Look, I talk about journaling at the end of the day, every single day, because whilst it's not immersion in the full sense of the word, it is habitual it is reinstalling this belief and it's kind of the best you're going to get because you can't you're, you're busy you can't do these things every day day in day out for years like constantly because you've got work you've got commitments you've got things to do so even that's why you know a sense of immersion is doing this journaling is doing these activities at the end of the day for that thing that you want to work on so even if you don't want to apply for the retreat then please 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 do make sure you are doing something that immerses you in a new way of thinking every single day and with that All that's left to say is I appreciate you.